Are you angry at the election? Are you pissed off at your girlfriend or boyfriend? Then you should come to Title Boxing Club Alpharetta. That's Title Boxing Club Alpharetta, where I teach my comedy kickboxing class. Title Boxing Club Alpharetta is a proud sponsor of the Comedy Fitness Podcast. Now, you know it's about fitness, but you want to punch stuff, you want to hit stuff, you want to do it right, you want to do it in an atmosphere that's fun, that's inviting, that's in safe. You learn how to punch, learn how to kick at TitleBoxingClub.com. That's TitleBoxingClubAlpharetta.com, where the punchlines hit hard. You can contact them at 770-864-5492 that is 770-864-5492 come to my comedy kickboxing class the first shot is always free man you get what you want to get who said you can't buy one tell why why they say that uh ask them who's buying it okay And, and and yeah, well then, why are you asking people? Do what you want to do, because you're a grown-ass man. you a grown-ass man. Man, fuck that. Do your shit, dude. Dude. Yes. No, I wouldn't make fun of you. I'd, I'd give you the wave and everything. I'd give you the wave and everything. We, if I was down in your area, I would ride with you. I would ride with you. Man, I don't give a fuck about nobody. I don't give a shit. Dude, I don't care. <laughs> Well, you still die. You can die on anything. So fuck it, man. Dude, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I get you, dude. Fuck everybody. Th- th- that's your that's your problem. You ask people, do shit. Don't ask people because everybody's gonna be, like, man. What you should do, and those are the same people that will get you fucking killed. Oh man, if you can't go hundred miles an hour, for seriously, man. Fuck, fuck. Dude, fuck everybody. But. <laughs> yes, what's up, my brand? What's up, my brother? Yes. Man, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, how? How, how, how? Yeah. Thank, man, you have no idea. You just made my whole day. Because, man, it, you know what I feel like? And honestly, it, 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 this is honestly got true. There is a void in me that is that has been left by that being dismantled in a, in a sense. Of, because be, it never... Dude, because I don't. It just it hurt. It hurts because you put it, you said it right there. Now I, I'm not casting shade on you know those comics who are who are that way who are you know men up from the hood. Okay, that's great, but not all of us are, and and nobody has a voice for saying, hey man, I'm not really hood. I'm not this in the hood. If that's where you're from, hey man, congratulations. But I'm not really that dude. And, and, and I don't diss the hood, but we're not everybody is a hood dude. I opened up for, for Eddie Griffith one time, and I remember I got off stage. And he goes, he goes, that brother is definitely not from the hood. He's from the sub, like, and I and I laughed, but I was like, dude, not everybody's from, not everybody's from the hood. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie more There's a certain amount of anger and fetishism. I find that it really a lot of black comedy for a long time. I mean, people did it smart. Yeah, prior, yeah, good people, but there's a lot of people got away with black people do this, white people do that. But like, and unfortunately, it killed. Kills them and still kills. And sometimes when they see 
Yeah. 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 Or, or or just or not or just non non hood way and, and yeah and it's like yeah only a couple people get that yeah or you talk like you white oh here we go with this shit I grew up born and raised in Oklahoma dude born and raised yeah yeah so it's like and it never was like and, and it's it's weird that's why in a way in a way we see people I mean like I can see people can see that I see through them. In every, like sometimes what pisses me off is sometimes like somebody white will play somebody black off against us, if that makes any sense. You know, and everything and everything they'll kind of play you off against. So, and I see what they're doing. And that black person may not see it. Like, oh, like what always made me so just irate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Dope was one of the best movies that no one talked about. Dope was the best movie no one talked about. Yes. 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 Myself. Yes. 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 <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? No. You know what I felt? It I that I mean I hate to say it, but that, it, his situation, it never affected me. I don't, I have never, I never felt strongly about it. I mean, I never was, I mean, no, no. Now, and the funny thing about that is, now, I, when I was growing up, it was like, because my my dad, and it was like, you know, he, he just couldn't relate to it or whatever. And they, they said that, and I was like, and I would, and I watched it sporadically. They were, it's weird because, uh, I respected it, but I still thought San Francisco was a, a funnier show, and I, I guess I compared it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, and yeah, but so Yeah. But I thought yeah, I mean, but I thought this comedy show was great and I give it great credit or whatever and I it was nothing but great uh role models, but I mean, it just it didn't it never affected me either way. Strong, uh, you know, strong, and so so when that happened, I always tell people, listen, 
when that many people come out, that many, man, you got it. Whatever there's smoke, there's got to be a little bit of fire. I mean, there's got to be some, there's a barbecue. There's a barbecue going somewhere or somebody's going to roast something. You can't, you can't have that much smoke. 23. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> to me, when there's more than three, you go, hmm, four, hmm, 20 more. Okay, well, I actually watched this, but you got to get to the time period it happened, though. Like this lady was talking about in the 70s. She's not like, he, she felt funny or whatever, but he also... She, she also had a wreck in her car, and Bill paid for the uh, pay for the uh, t- for her medical bills. After, well, you gotta get, feel guilty after you rape somebody while they're unconscious. Yeah, back. <laughs> we could go a good hour, man. We could go. We could go. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yes, yes. Very cool, dude. I love this dude. Yeah. 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 Yeah, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The pioneers always get the arrows. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because, man, we were. I mean, you know how many times I banged my head against the wall, like, why isn't this getting the, that I felt it deserved? Like, no matter where we went, like, clubs, I can almost understand with clubs, because clubs, they have, you know, they, you expect a certain kind of whatever, and I get it. But we did theater, I think we went to Canada, and I was like, I don't think they're getting this. And and I was just was like, why aren't they gravitating to this? It needs to be said. It's funny you say that, because now that we're something else, it's like, I look back on it like, man, this is, and I'm glad you said that, because yeah, I always like was, did anybody get this? What were you trying to say? And I don't know, but I think they did. Like, I think, I think it's one of those things, like, you know, I like comedy history, and I, I try to put you in the game. I think because, I mean, now that we're far in April, and we're like two years younger. Yeah, well, yeah, throw that in. Thanks, man. Yeah, my birthday's coming up, and I'm really going to feel old. Well, I never make direct eye contact. I always, like, you know, hold my head down, so. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah, right? Yes, I'll give you that one. Yes, we do. <laughs> Yeah, like you're going up again. Didn't you just get off stage? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
Texas, the Eric Andres, uh, my boy Byron Bowers. Um, you know, I find a lot of comics coming up, even I see it in Atlanta especially, a lot of black comics are doing things a lot differently, and you cannot, dis- you cannot discount things like the sellout tour. Because comics saw that. And, 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 you know, a lot of times, again, things aren't as commercial success as we'd like them to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's what hurt. Yeah. But the thing about comedy is we always see it. Comics always see it. We know what happened. That's why, I, I mean, to me, comics sometimes would be delusional because comics are like, I just destroyed them. Like, we were all in there. This dude swears he killed me Yeah. Because comics can get in a weird type of bubble. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you look at it like a coach instead of like a fan. That was funny. Just like, and so now that's how I only see it. For the last eight, ten years, I've been on stage as a fan. It allows me to appreciate other comics and what they do, no matter who they are, what they do. Even the ones that do things I don't feel. You know, I, I, I don't even think of the way to go. Like if it is stuff you mentioned, or if maybe going about race a different way, or maybe political, I think it's funny. You know? It's funny. Did, I think that tour, though, really broke out. So, and you see a lot of people like this. No, it, yeah, yeah, especially Key and Peele. That's what I like about those guys, man. In that, in that movie they did, in that movie, uh, uh, no, Keanu. When they did Keanu, in that scene where they walk into that strip club, and they're like, uh, and he's, he said, nigga, and, uh, and he goes, dude, what, did you say the word? Did you say the N-word? That word is hella sound for And all of a sudden, the dudes come in and go, what's up, nigga? And the way he did that, man, I don't think I quit. I think I lost about 10 minutes of that movie because I was laughing so hard, the way he did that. I mean, it, that, those guys did it. I go, that's, that's me. Him, I, watching him going, okay, that's me. I mean, that was me back in the day. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to, yeah, to do, to do, to maybe do silly stuff. Basically, do silly stuff. Cause you know, you know who 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 I always inspire and and we're friends now. The great is Steve White. Steve, my God, dude. Yeah, I know. But we we uh, matter of fact, he went to the motorcycle races with me in, in Austin, Texas. Yeah, dude, Steve White was one of my inspirations because I watched him do Jeff Jam, and it's funny to watch him because Steve White, you know, was one of he's one of the few that was silly, and brother was like, eh, but he had just enough to still succeed in a black room, you know what I mean? And I and me and him did a uh, we did it we did a, a, a cruise uh, we did a uh, it was a Super Bowl cruise and it was like it was like Boys in the Hood on the water, and they and they were scary, they were scary. And it was but Steve had the line of the night when uh, this brother gets up to walk away, and Steve goes, "Who are you, Kevin Fart?" And man, let me tell you something: the room 
just, I mean, dude, it was like ISIS just threw a bomb in and it got everybody. And I mean, everybody laughed. We, we were crying. And that right there was the line. And I mean, and I was in my room, literally, that, that, that cruise, I literally was in my room. I had all my notes out for the last show. And I was literally praying, like, God, I just need this one, please. God, just please. And I opened my door up to go to, to go do the adult show. Steve was coming into his room. He goes, he looked at me. He goes, I just did a snap battle during my family show. Good luck. And I was like, dude. And I mean, that's just how it was, bro. And that's when, and that's when I bitch out. He's black. He's got a. No, no, no. Yeah, and I'll be like, no. Yeah, man. Yeah, I can't talk to people like that. Yeah, at least they'll listen. At least they'll listen. Yeah. Yes, that that's the thing about it. Yeah, there's a way to get there. Yes. Yeah, but I always say the same. But, but we we actually have a different a different rage. I think because there's a different rage. It goes on. But like I always tell people, like I'm a cross between like Brian Gumbel and Ice Cube. Like, like, <laughs> like he did have a good childhood, but you know he act like he was hooded up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have issues. You know, I, I still got issues. You know what I mean? Like I, I get by, but I still got issues because we still get pulled over. But at least we know how to not get shot by the cop. Isn't he? At black, that black you angst. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the police is one of the greatest teen angst. I mean, it's not even a teen angst song, but and and honestly, everybody, even white people, can relate to fuck the police. And that's it's one of my one of my uh, guilty pleasures. One of my guilty pleasures is when when white people complain about getting pulled over by the police and, and they're they're not trying to uh, like cater down to me or whatever but they they're talking about how how they get pulled over by the police and how this is bullshit and and I love that like I, yeah I oh my god dude I love, like ask the girl you know the the girl uh, uh but you know what we're talking about the other night okay talk to her about getting pulled over by the cop how a cop did her and I and I was listening to it yeah, so fun. And that kind of turned me on more than anything she's ever looked like or talked about. Because she was somebody she got pulled up by the police and how she got pissed off. I go, oh, tell me more. Yeah, dude, I love I love watching like the stories of the higher high patrol or, or why does police chase when white dudes fight the police. I, I get off on that. I love watching white guys fight the police.
And you go, really, dude? Aren't you going to shoot them? Aren't you going to shoot them? Aren't you gonna, you're not going to shoot them. You ain't going to unbuckle your gun. You're just going to let him get away with that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you use that on stage. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh huh. Man, dude. Man, you can look it up. I think we still have some DVDs, but please look it up. Please do, because... Please do, because, man... I wish they would, because I mean, you have to interview. You have to interview me and Billy. <laughs> Are they all still alive? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be it'd be the greatest cruise of non-black people there were. They're like just easy to get along with. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it, bro. Try that's the only thing I like to do, man. Honestly. Yeah. You know what's you know you know what's great is that uh, fourth through fourth through seventh grade, I uh, played football, uh, baseball. Uh, no, no, man. I was a little fat kid. So I played a. Uh, I played a. Uh, I played uh, offensive line. I was the guard. I was guard. Well, because I, I was okay until I got to seventh grade and I got fat. Seventh, seventh grade to eighth grade, I got fat to the point of, and this is because I, I didn't play football my eighth grade year. Eighth grade year, I didn't do any sports at all. It was the only year I didn't do sports. And I remember I was getting ready to take a bath, and my dad goes, you look disgusting. <laughs> and, and man, I was like, I'll show you, motherfucker. And, but, I mean, I didn't say it to his face because I, 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 you wouldn't be talking to me now. But I, I remember saying to my I go, I'll, I'll show you. And that was when he lit a fire under me. He lit a fire under me because he goes, you, you look disgusting. I ain't going to lie. I was fat, a little gut to me. And, and I didn't play football. And, and it really hurt him. Yeah, it really hurt him. And I was like, okay. But I always like wrestling better. So I go, I'll show you. So I didn't make the wrestling team. I remember I cried. I go, this will never happen again. So I remember, uh, yeah, I remember that summer, man, I, I put on like a full sweatsuit, a full jog, you know, the old fashioned, like, you know, gray pants and shit and the hoodie. And I would jog. And in the summer in Oklahoma, in June and July, full sweats. And I jogged near her, go, I will never be fat again. And I got in shape, and I was like, I'll never be out of shape again. And I, you know, I, and, but that's how I was. I was like, I was never, I will never, I will never be that way again. And uh, yeah, that lit a fire into me, and I was like, okay. In eighth grade, in eighth grade, I got, I got that, that, that baby. For some reason, the baby fat came in eighth grade. Yeah. He, 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 that was that old school dad where there was, where, where there was that, that divide where, you know, you're a father and son, but there's that divide. You're not buddies, but he's just, you know. Yeah. 
And I will, yeah. And that's where it was. And that, but now we're great. But yeah, back then though, man, it's like, okay. And I was like, okay, I'll, show, I'll show you, motherfucker. Yeah, you look. Oh, who said that to a kid? Yeah, <laughs> but the, I remember to this day, he and my brother were in my room, in our room, and he was watching TV. Uh, my mom was watching some, 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 I guess, woman show or shit down in the TV room. And I went to my room, and I had to take a bath. And I think my brother was in bed. And my dad was kind of watching what his game or whatever, and I was getting undressed. And he just goes, "You look disgusting." And I was like, and I couldn't say shit. And I was like, "Okay, I, hell yeah, I didn't say shit back." But I was like, "Okay, I'll show you, motherfucker. I'll show you." My brother, no, I think my brother knew, like, okay, dad's, you know, th- th- throwing some shade. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. My ass wearing Tartari with the, with, the, with the basketball. Went, doo, doo, and you shoot. And it just went like this. Doo, 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 and they shot. Yeah. Yeah, and that was it, man. And that was the catalyst. And so ever since then. And, it, and it's taken on a different kind of, like, I went to, I went from, I wanted to be a bodybuilder. And then I was on the road for a while. And I was lifting a lot of weight, but it was hurting my body. And my body wasn't meant for a lot of weight. Yes. Yeah. And then, yeah, then I, re- I now went strictly wrestling from, strictly wrestling, just wrestling from eighth grade till junior college. Strictly wrestling. And then after that, I just worked out to work out. And then I got to feel like, I want to be big. I'm about to be a little big. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I would get Flex Magazine, and I'd, I'd boil the uh, the chicken breast. Like, you know, it was back in condos. So I'd, I'd get the rice and the chicken, maybe put a little seasoning on it, but I'd eat like that out of a bowl, eat rice and chicken. I got, I got to 238 at one time, and but my body hurt a lot. I, was, I remember I wanted to get 500 on a squat, and I think I got to 485. Yeah, and but, man, I was like, and I would literally go, I was, I was one of them yellers, and, uh, and I would get that. And I remember I was going to go for five. I was going to go for 500, and I remember I came forward a little bit on the squat, and it hurt my knee, and I had to rack it, and I never got that weight again, and I was like, okay, and then I had to go, and I worked out different, and then, that, man, I, was, I had to be 20, I had to be at least 24, 25, maybe 23, 24, yeah, maybe, maybe, and then so after that, I was like, okay, and then it went, then I got to a phase where when I moved to LA, I was playing roller hockey, so I wanted to be, I wanted to be that kind of shape, so it was more aerobic, kind of, like, it was more aerobic, and that's why I got to the point where I, uh, I would lift. But then the rest period be shorter because that helps on the cardio also. If you lift, you have a shorter rest, rest period, you just go pop, 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 like less than, less than 30 seconds. Boom. You do another set. Let's do another set. Unless you, even if you're going heavy, because that, that, that helps on the cardio also. If you're going heavy and less, and less uh, uh, rest, then that's also a cardio workout. So I do different workouts, and then I, you know, I do a hit uh, cardio sometimes. And uh, yeah, yeah, man. Yes. Boom. Yeah, man. So that's what I do. So now, my thing now is I love, for some reason, I love cycling. So I, I get my bicycle, my, I get my road bike, and, I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm a Gemini, so I'll go all in. So I got the, like, the faggy little, like, bicycle tights. Yes. Like I'm from the, like I'm from the future. Like, like, like I'm from the future. Like I'm from the, yes, with the thing for, for your balls when you sit down. What do you do? You you get the bike, the strictly bike pants, where it has the little phone, the padding, and so it's we sit where you ball sit. Because most a lot of bicyclists are kind of empty because of that, because they sit on their their cock So you get that, and the padding's there. If you get a real good set of pants, yeah, I think the EPO that EPO uh, took away his ball. I think the EPO he was taking. Yeah, I think they got him. They, they got him the cancer. I think the EPO. Uh, well, good for him. What's it called? The Uniballer. The Uniballer rides. And people say that, but okay, if that's the case, then if that's the case, then Barry, Barry Bonds can say, hey, you know, I gave a lot of money to, I don't know, baseball research or whatever. 
Yeah, but did they ever find out that Barry cheated? I mean, Conte, Conte got busted. His trainer got busted. Barry, Barry never got quote unquote busted, right? Everybody around him did, but the boss never got. Yes, how great was? How how great was baseball when steroids were there? How great was baseball? You 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 look in eleven to twelve. Yes, they actually saved baseball. So if you say Lance Armstrong raised money for cancer, uh, McGuire and Sosa saved baseball because baseball came after that strike year. And they are. Oh, they are. Yeah, man. Yeah, marijuana. Yes. Yeah, help them out. That marijuana helps out people. Matter of fact, one of the guys from the NBA who's who's an ex NBA player, he said his grandma, he smokes weed with his grandma because his grandma has like all these conditions and they start smoking weed together and he goes, she feels so much better now that she don't even go up with her you know, her meds, quote unquote meds, because she feels better with the weed. This podcast is partly sponsored by Oh, the good our our sound dude? Get, what, what does he do? What does he do? He's edited. Yeah, no, he just got there, you know. Oh, well, you, I thought you on your podcast. Oh, he, oh, no, my, no, my podcast, no. This is all me in the box. Okay, and then you just uh, upload it. Oh, yeah, no, I have, I have a producer. Who's your producer? Oh, no, this guy named Josh. He's a nice Jewish kid. And what does he do? Yeah. I like that. Okay. No, they did a great job. It was fantastic. Well, now, what do they do? Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it after, we'll talk about it after, after the show. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, because I'm Gemini, man. That's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, now, man, it's different because a seven-day cycle, I try to work out five days. And if I'm on a ship, maybe six because the days I don't work out, actually, my body feels even is, feels even worse. I got a, I got a hip. I basically hips. I got no cartilage in my hips, so I'm going bone on bone. So I either need a hip replacement, and I and I and, and I went to two doctors in Indianapolis. They told me told me the same thing. I just didn't trust them. I don't like the way they talk. So I said, you know, my dad said I know somebody here in Oklahoma. I went down to Oklahoma. And this guy walks in. I I liked it from the get go. He goes, tell you what. Yeah, he goes, and I told him my MRI, he goes, yeah, you, you got no, uh, you got no cartilage. He goes, we can go hair replacement or we can go stem cell. And I was like, what? And the stem cell is, uh, they're going to inject like, car- hopefully cartilage grows in my hip and it'll save me from it. But only bad thing about that is insurance doesn't cover it. So I got to pay out of pocket. I got to pay out of pocket. So yeah, no. So it's going to be 4,400. Yeah, it's. It just once, doing once, but and so I'm going to Oklahoma June first, getting it done June second at six thirty in the morning. Dude, you have no idea when I. I mean, honestly, now I get it, man. Like I was, I was thinking today when I was trying to stretch out and and I hurt, and I just remember thinking like, you know what, Doctor Gravorkin was a, a Florence Nightingale. If you're in a lot of pain, I get it now, man. Honestly, sometimes to walk, I mean, it hurts to walk. Dude, it hurts to walk. It hurts to do a lot of things that I don't talk about, but it hurts. I get it. If I can get a morphine drip right now, I'd be all for it. I used to be anti-drug now. I get it now. Oh, okay. No, man. I, that's why, that's why I 
I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Really? Why? Really? How can we do weed without smoking it? Because I really don't want to smoke it. Oh, man, there's so many different ways. In fact, after the podcast, I will talk to you. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. Show me the way, brother, because right now, yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm all all for it. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something, man. I go... Two days. If I'm at home, if I get a week at home, and I love my weeks at home now because I got it down to a science. I go two lifting, and and I, I go see a chiropractor probably the second day I'm home. If I get home on a late Sunday, I go Monday. I go work out. Tuesday I try to go to chiropractor and work. And Wednesday, it's definitely got to be yoga day. Wednesday I go yoga, yoga either hot yoga or just straight yoga, straight yoga. Okay, a hot yoga. Oh. Hot yoga is basically uh, you're in a wrestling room and with hot chicks and you're stretching. This, I remember one of them, one of them had her toe. I, I'm not gonna lie, about less than a centimeter from my nose, and I was like, and I had a toe fetish. Actually, I had a, I got a woman fetish, and I go, please, I go, God, please, don't let me suck her toe. Whatever you do, God, please don't let me suck her toe, and I didn't. Dude, it's about it's at least about a hundred degrees, maybe. Dude, and for for an hour, and yeah, so it may bring some water, bring some water, bring some a towel, but it's worth it. Or just do yoga, period. And and then the third, if you can get a massage, I got a massage, man, like last week, and the, you you get that trifecta, yeah, and I feel yeah, I feel good, but man, it's it's a lot of pain, it's a lot of pain, but yeah, that helps. So then then the third, then like I skip a Wednesday. And I also do swimming now. Swimming is great. Swimming is great. And then I, then I go back to the weights maybe Thursday and Friday. So it's, yeah, you got you to move. You got to move. Uh, do a lot of, uh, like I said, I love the biking. I love the bike. I'm a dork. I'm the dude that you... I'm going to do that. You say, I don't know if it is or not because I don't know if it is. But I know I like to run. I can't really run. But when I get on a bike, I get on a bike. But I got the headphones in. I got my music in, so I feel like I'm in a Twitter France and shit. I'm talking to myself like, BT to the Peloton. It's BT and Mark Mark Cavendish. It's BT for the sprint. And I I talk because I'm a Gemini, so I, I, that's how that's how I mind fuck my way through life. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I do because yes. <laughs> yeah, because one side of me is like, I would tell people, if I don't talk to anybody all day, it's a good day for me. I don't really have to talk to anybody all day. And sometimes I like that. I mean, I, I, I like the fact I get on an airplane and the person next to me, we might not say, not even hide each other. And I have no problem with that. I know I'm going through a, a whole day without talking to people. I have no problem with that at all. And, and there is no sometimes. I like that, man. I mean, I, yeah. And then sometimes I'm, I'm very, you know, like, uh, uh, I say outgoing and friendly, but you know when it when. I mean, only during the job. After the job, if nobody wants to talk to me, I have no problem with that. I got no problem with not. There's there's people I've worked with, and I may not have said two words to them all week on the ship, and 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 uh, I don't. It's not even shade throwing. I just don't. 
I just don't give a fuck about you. I just don't give a fuck. I mean, it's, but it's not that. It's like, I just don't. It's, I remember a dude I work with and everybody likes him. I go, okay. But I remember I seen him. I go, hey, what's up, man? And that was all we said all week. Yeah, I understand. Sometimes you know, it's like that. You don't have everybody go, hey, man, you got to do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that's different, though. No, but you know what? But I always. I always tell people, I always felt bad when I worked with you the first time because you always said, hey, man, let's go work out. I say, yeah. And, but I was always, when I, and, I went, and I go, yeah, and I never had the time, but whenever I was going to the gym, you were coming back from the gym. I go, I bet this dude thinks I don't like him. And I always felt bad. Yeah, but I always felt bad, though. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I saw you, I was you were coming back from the gym. I was going to the gym. I go, man, I bet this dude thinks I'm the worst brother in the world. Because I remember where it was. It was it was a fantasy out of out of, out of Charleston. Because I saw you during the day, and I go, I think that's the comic. For some reason, I saw you. No, I saw you in the day. We walking down that street, and I go, and I go, I, no, I go, I think that's the comic. Because I was, you know, I and uh, cause I was enjoying uh, that. What's that street in, in Charleston, that Main Street, that uh, everybody goes down? Yeah, but I said, I think that's the comic. We, you know, we just know. We just know. Yeah, whatever. We just kind of know. And then you do. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's not a regular brother right there. That's a, that's the comic, you know. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. And they're by themselves. And they're by themselves. Yeah, they got like a Jason Bourne kind of feel to him. Like, yeah, like a Jason Bourne kind of. Uh oh, he's going to do some work. He's he's going to do work. Yeah, yeah, the Blackborn. You're Blackborn. Man, honestly, I mean, out here, oh my god. But when I get home, when I get home, well, here's what I try to do. When I get home, man, and I tell you, I hate people always say, "Oh, this right here, this yeah, this is amazing. It'll change your life." You go, yeah, whatever. But the NutriBlend, that. The NutriBlend, that smoothie, make a smoothie out of like, like you put spinach in it. Yeah, blender. Yeah, NutriBullet, 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 NutriBullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put like spinach or kale. I put that in it. And then I always put bananas, strawberries, and pineapple. Let me tell you something. It does change lives. I juice a lot. And that juice, let me tell you something, dude. That does change lives. Dude, you know what I'm saying, man? I took it the first. My roommate got that for me for Christmas. I used I used it that day or the next day, and I worked out, and my body was like, "What the hell?" And I mean, it felt good. So, uh, yeah, I definitely when I get home, I, I get about a hundred dollars worth of groceries, and it's all fruits and vegetables, and all I do is just juice them. Okay, so now, now for the most part, like when you're at home. Yeah, when I'm at home. It's here. Yeah, you can, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very. Very no kid, not that I know of. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So I juice, and then like for uh, lunch, I try to keep it. I try to keep it like I'm vegetarian, so I try to keep it that way. Oh, why are you vegetarian? Yeah. No, no pesca. No, 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 no. Unless my 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 asterisk, my asterisk is sushi. My asterisk is sushi, and I eat that once every now and then. But yeah, I, I try not to go even even uh, even yeah no no fish. Vegetarian, but I, I'm headed toward vegan. If I can, if I can get rid of cheese, if I can get rid of cheese, because I, I got no problem with that. I got no problem getting rid of cheese though, because I said to myself, if I cannot do chicken, then I can do this. Because beef was easier than I thought. I quit beef and I challenged myself. I quit beef in the summer in Texas. When you smell beef brisket in Texas, and I said, if I can do that, if I can do beef brisket in Texas in the summer, I can do anything. 
Oh, pork is easy. Pork is easy. Pork is easy. Chicken was tough. Chicken, chicken was tough. You go, you go to a sports bar and they got wings. You go, Lord, give me strength. Lord, give me strength. But after that, uh, I think it's going on a year, maybe a year and a half now. Yeah. Um, I can't. I mean, I'm still got a little blue blue in my stomach, so obviously it's not really a little lighter. Um, I mean, I, I load myself up on like chips and salsa or guaco if I get a chance. Yeah. I, because you know why? Because there's nothing here. Because there's nothing here. Yeah. Yes. It feels like we're in the slums of Kabul. The croissants. Yeah. Because there's not. Because I. Because dumbass here got here. Uh, it is. I mean, you know what? But I like it though. You know what I do though? Like, I, you ever go to Twin Peaks? Here's a perfect example. Of me. I go to Twin Peaks and uh. Yeah, it's a better Hooters. A better Hooters. Okay, I go and I always used to get the black and fish tacos. So instead of so instead of fish, I tell them to give me a fry. Put a fried egg inside it. Instead of fish, put a fried egg. And that's what I do. Yeah, kind of like that. Put a little, put put a little sauce and that's what I do. So, dude, and I get these. If you can get, then I get veggie tacos when I get a chance. Oh, motherfucker, motherfucker. Oh no, just veggie tacos, motherfucker. So it's no problem giving up meat, man. I, I, I don't know, healthy, but I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. People give a shit, but you know, it's like, it's like, you know, it's funny how people get. Some people just get downright angry. Why? And I'm like, it's my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, you go eat, go eat. Have that, have that artery just close on you. One, who knows? It might do me. It might happen to me. Cause I was, you know, I ate meat for you know over 30, 40 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it probably does. It probably to to, to to sweat out all the. But people say that, but then again, no. Like my daddy always said, "There's no rhyme or reason to this shit." I mean, there really isn't. There's people who live 100 years old and they might smoke a pack of cigarettes and and drink every day. There's no rhyme or reason to this shit, man. There really isn't. How old is she? I, I love Carolyn. I really do. I love Carolyn. Um, different short term. Who knows how long, who, who knows how long I'm going to live? I mean, honestly, I feel, let me tell you something. This is a true story. And to this day, I will say, I have never felt the same since I started taking. Remember, you know how Hydroxycut? When Hydroxycut had ephedrine in it. Okay. My heart has never been the same since I took those. Never. Yeah. When I used to play roller hockey, when I used to play roller hockey, I used to take two. Hydroxycus and drink two Red Bulls and then go play hockey. And, dude, let me tell you something. I, I literally saw my heart come out of my stomach, I mean, on, my, on my chest, and I was like, God, please don't let me die. And then I'd score like a couple goals, and i go, okay, I'm cool, and I would do that every game. And let me tell you something, man. That was the only time. And then I played well and go, well, you know what? Here's how I knew. Here's how I knew something was wrong. I got pulled over by a cop, and he had a look of fear in his eye. I go, like, hey, what's, what's up, man? And, he did. He goes. He goes. Hey, hey, buddy. What's wrong? I go. Man, I just, I, 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 just, I just got to play hockey, and I had to run my ball. And he goes. 
Okay, sir, you can leave. When a cop goes, you can leave. And I mean, I thought he was gonna call for backup. Yeah, man. Yeah. He, yeah. And he didn't he didn't call for backup, which is good, but he let me go. That's when I knew something was up, man. I was like, I must look pretty scared. Cause I had that look of, yeah, that, that wide-eyed kind of, hey, officer, how you doing? He goes, man, just hey, just uh take it easy, buddy. Cause he knew he he knew he pulled me over for, for bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. So until the government took it away. Until the government said no. That's when I was happy the government stepped in my life. Because remember those pitchers and in, 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 in were dying in, in, in Major League Baseball? A couple pitchers died from that. And they go, and, but no, but that was in cut. So they took, they made a federal illegal. And I was like, thank you, government. Thank you, government. Yeah, underneath the table. It was, you, mean, you might as well do straight cocaine at that point. And I was like, thank you, government. Thank you. Because I was on the road. I was on that road. But my heart has never been the same since. I ain't going to lie. That's, that's why I always take omega-369s. Because that's like fish oil. And that kind of it, it's good for your heart. And when I don't take O369s after a while, my heart tells me I need those. But my heart hadn't been the same since. Like there's times where I, I, I feel the palp palpitations and they get longer. And I go, this is it. And I can't break. But I can't go help. So I just go, okay, I wonder how long this one's going to last. I do. I go, I go, I go, no, I mean, what are they going to do? Uh, yeah, I write, I write it out, dude. I write it. I just don't want to do it in front of, yeah, I, I just don't want to do it in front of like an airplane or, or like in front of a little kid. I don't want him to see that. You know what I mean? But I write it out going, I hope this is not the day. Like, I'm going to a gig. I, come on. <laughs> Who does doing this shit? Nobody does. The Cuban? <laughs> yeah, there is no. Yeah, it's almost scary. It's almost scary how we don't have a, a plan. But you know what? Are you saving at least a dollar a week? A dollar a week? Are you saving at least a dollar a week? I don't have an automatic. I don't want. I don't want to have that kind of pressure on me. But I, I, I do it myself. Yeah. I'm gonna start paying the stocks now. Stocks, and I'm just praying. You know, I'm praying. You know, I'm playing. Uh, I keep my cross. Uh, my fingers crossed that I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't even know what that is. We'll talk later. Yeah. Eighty. You you lost it. You lost eighty thousand. No, go back. You lost eighty thousand. Okay. You you won eighty thousand. Which how much did the government get? Yeah. <laughs> My bad. I'm a rama. See, see, that's where that's where not being real black steps in. That's where not being a real brother steps in. What age were you? What age were you when you got it? Oh, exactly, exactly. You know what I would have done? You know what I would have done? I would have said, "How many motorcycles can I get with this?" I would have got. I would have got a Ducati Desmodici and still owed money. That bike is eighty grand. I would have got a Ducati Desmodici and still owed money. Yeah. No, that, that's what I would get. That, that bike was 80, 80 grand. That bike was eighty grand, right? So I would have said, "I can get a Desmodici." Instead of going, "Hey, I can pay off these bills," I would have been, like, I'm gonna get, 
I'm going to get a Desmodishi, and then, see, that's 80 grand, but that's probably 82 with tax, so I'll probably owe two grand. No, no, he, you know said the best? Because I, I follow his career. I've always followed his career because I think it, at one time I thought he was the best is Chris Rock. So and, and so he goes, when he got on Saturday Night Live, he goes, I forget, was it Warren Michaels, whatever, said, you'll blow through that money because everybody blows through their first big money. Everybody blows. And so I kind of did the same thing. So now, now I'm in a place, I'm in a great I'm in a great place in my life now. I just hope, I just hope it comes back to me and I get medium lukewarm hot, like I was in LA. You know what I mean? Like I never was hot in LA, but I was, I was lukewarm. Like, yeah, I'm thinking about moving back. Okay. Yeah. Man, what I do, honestly, what I'm taking acting classes now. I just, I just want another shot, and I feel the way, the way the world is now, the way Netflix and Hulu and everything has opened up. And I got my own little thing going with the uh, with the, with motorcycle. I do. I write for a, a, a motorcycle magazine called Sport Bikes Inc. I, I, re, I review all the MotoGP races. I just got back from Spain last week. I went to a motorcycle race in Spain. Uh, Sport Bikes Inc. Sport Bike Inc. Yeah, Sport Bike. It's, it's free. Sportbikeinks.com. And I do the MotoGP column. It's MotoGP with BT. And I review all the races every week. I try to make it funny, but you know. And it's, it's not as technical. It's, it's not technical. It's just kind of my take on it. I try to make it funny. Yeah. So and hopefully they'll get it. And then I also uh, and I also have a, a YouTube channel called Funnyman6869, where it's basically motorcycle. It, yeah, where I review the motorcycle, uh, the motorcycle races there, and so I do that. That's like ten minutes. It's try, try to be funny but informative, and then uh, and then uh, and every now and then I will have like a funny video on there every now and then or whatever, and then uh, you catch a little bit of my act on there, and uh, and that's what it is, man. And I try to, I try to incorporate everything, and I just hopefully uh, the way the way everything the way everything see, and that's the thing about it. I'm so happy with my life right now. I'm happy with you know like. I got stuff I couldn't get when I was in L.A. Like, my my truck had been repoed once or twice in L.A. I finally, you know, I got that, and I would get that little, like, I was, I was like, the water was here. I'd be, and I'd go under again. The water's here. And so, yeah. Yes. And so, finally, when I moved to Indianapolis, man, and now I live in a house. I got a roommate. It looks, on paper, it looks like I'm a loser because I still have motorcycle posters on my wall. But that's not the point. That's not the point. I... I yeah, but I got a roommate who has a kid. So I feel like it's my kid. And so and I got a garage. I, I cut the yard. It sounds like nothing, but I cut the yard. I love that. You know, and so it's like, you know, it sounds like nothing, but man, I love it. I, I really do. So it's like, man, I, I'm in that, I'm just torn between moving and going, man, do I really want to go back to starting from ground zero and, and get an apartment or where I'm going to keep the bike and, and you know what I mean? Do I want to go back to apartment living again? Yeah. But that long run is you get that right audition. And once you get seen on something, if you luck out and get a series, you get a series and you get the right age or whatever, and then you get a series, and then you might get a, a commercial from that series, or you might get something. And then so, okay. Yeah. And write it well. Yeah. Yes. It can't happen if you're in a town like I'm 
Yeah. Yeah, sport sport bike sync. And then with the YouTube channel? Yes. I mean, I think that that's what that that's what they care about now. Like you're doing your own thing. I think because every now Hollywood or all they do, all my friends, everybody gets hooked up. All they go, well, what have you done? Because I mean, they, they, when they say what have you done, they're like, oh, it is a great idea. They want you to shoot it. They want you to edit it. They want you to have it ready for it and show it to my friend. Just who did that? He put his own money into a project, twenty five thousand dollars, and they asked, and then they, they show it to him. They're like, oh, that's great. Can you do it one more time? I mean, that's before they give it, before they're even thinking about signing anything or putting more money, paying money in anything, they want you to do it. And so now I think the game has changed. It's all about set up your own channel, doing it yourself, because they're not coming. Yeah. I mean, that's just how I feel. They are not coming. The yeah. limousine is not pulling up. And I think sometimes it's comics. We're so old school, especially comics. Yes. Yes. When we started, it was still getting blessed by Johnny. Okay. And then that stopped when we started. And then all when Jay Leno came, basically. Exactly. And you were and funny mattered. Right. Yes. He took MySpace. God bless that kid. Yes. And then he got Saturday Night Live. Yeah, man. Yes. Yes. Tiff, yep. Yes. Millions of views. Yeah, guess what? Yeah. And you, you might have to open up for him. Yeah, yeah, man. Larry, yes. Sportbikesinc.com. Uh, the <laughs> and uh, YouTube channel is Funny Man Six Eight Six Nine. Yeah, man. Dude, thank you, brother. No, thank you for this. You know, yeah. No, I needed this, man. I. I when you said, yeah, when you said, yes, not be in that room, like, like banging my head against the wall going, come on Wednesday, come on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.